We are thrilled to be joined right now by Athletic Director Boo Corrigan. Boo, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How y'all doing? Uh, we're doing fantastic. Thank you so much for uh, for taking the time to join us here on NC State Day. I know you're, uh, you're you're digging right into the job, but before we get to maybe specifics about what's going on in your world, um, I do have to ask you a story that I was told uh, that involves, and I think it's in the alumni magazine, so NC State folks and fans should check this out, uh, but is it true that you were at the 1983 NCAA basketball championship game? I was. I was there at the time. Um, it's interesting. My father, uh, Gene Corrigan, who, who obviously had a wonderful career, and Dave Gavitt were amongst two of the people that were on the basketball selection committee. So uh, Danny Gavitt, myself, and Danny's brother, Corey, were uh, three of the ball boys for, for the game in 1983. Wow, that's fantastic. So you were – not just not just a witness to history, but an actual like participant in history. Let, let's not get carried away with, with, <laughs> with what I did. Sure, I was there, but the cool thing was I remember being um, underneath a basket um, when Lorenzo Charles dunked the ball, and that was the basket under where I was sitting. So it was literally like right there, kind of in that moment, um, etched in my mind. Uh, being there and just what an extraordinary experience it was boo hey it's joe Gilio. i have one slight way for you to improve that story you should tell people you're the one who jim valnano tried to (laughs) hug first like he came up to you was like nah i gave you the head shake then he found wittenberg well he 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 looked at there was eye contact and he said who the heck is that i'm not gonna waste a hug on him i think is what it was Especially since his dad, your dad gave him some quite a road to the Final Four that year too. <laughs> He's probably could have held a grudge yeah. on that one. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Yeah, they, they ended up being good friends, so it, it all works out. Boo, I'm curious, what's been the? I don't know if it's the most surprising, but most maybe the most interesting thing that fans would like to hear about what you've, uh, you know. Not, I don't want to say to learn because you you know what you're doing, but but learn you know taking in about NC State uh, and and being here in Raleigh since you arrived on the job. Well, again, well, I would you know I think you learn something every day, you know, and I think that that growth mindset is really is really important. Um, the, the takeaway that I've had is just the incredible passion uh, and commitment and connection that the NC State people have to this great institution. And, and you, you know, I know it's going to be, and I'm sure Joe kind of rolled his eyes a little bit on it's going to cut both ways, right? There's going to be times where they're passionate the wrong way or the right way. But, <laughs> you know, I think the, the relevancy that NC State holds in people's lives is really important. I think it's been inspiring to me to be around and, and to feed off of, you know, we got – I saw a ticket report yesterday where over 34,500 season tickets sold for for football. Basketball tickets are going well. Women's basketball has already sold a couple hundred more season tickets this year than we did last year. And, you know, just the passion in and around about it is, is something that, one, that's an awful great thing to build on instead of trying to create relevancy. Boo, it's a shame you've had nothing to deal with here in three months on the job. I know before you left um, West Point, you knew about the NCAA issues, but the beer at the games, 
and this alcohol sales. Did any of that kind of creep up on you in terms of being prepared for you in terms of knowing this is how you're going to be spending so much of your time getting ready for this opener and getting, you know, such a kind of a dramatic, drastic change that the state of North Carolina is going to sell alcohol at, at public events? Yeah, I, I didn't understand the scale of, of what it was. I mean, this is something we talked about um, at West Point two, three years ago, a um, couple of commandants ago, as we used to say, um, <laughs> you know, where we would look at it and say, you know what, I, I don't think that's what we're going to do. And, and there were logistical problems in that. And then when I got here, um, it, it was talked about. Clearly not like, and, and oh, by the way, we're going to sell beer, but, you know, here's some things that, that are going on right now in and around this. And, you know, I was excited about it, you know, thinking, all right, this is a an additive to the fan experience at Carter-Finley and at PNC, and we'll see where we kind of go from there. But, you know, looking at it now and, you know, of course, I didn't realize the, the passion our fans have for noon football games in August and September. So I think the package <laughs> deal there may have set me a little bit back. But, you know, hey, we're 13-0 and in the last 13 games we've played at 12 or 12.30. We're excited about the opportunity to bring um, beer to Carter-Finley. We've got a great, uh, I believe, a really good um, heat plan. Uh, for the first couple of games to make sure we've got plenty of water and shade and misting tents and they're doing everything we can from that standpoint. So in, in short, no, I had no idea, Joe. <laughs> Fred Demarest is so proud of you right now for dropping that 13-0 and stat. That's like his favorite pet number. Um, I understand, though, through my sources, though, you're not a sophisticated beer person. I think my standard line is I walk in and say, which one's most like Bud Light? <laughs> so so Will might not. Yeah, I, I mean. That's playing well. No, no, I actually think, Boo, I think that you're ahead of the curve because uh, the, the everything is trending back away from these IPAs and these high-octane uh, beers. And, and what you need at a, at a football game certainly is like a, a Bud Light or perhaps even an old Tuffy. Uh, what, what, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but I am curious. Like, is there a lot of variety? Is there going to be variety? Is there the infrastructure to have uh, different kind of beers in there? Or is it just going to be a big old jug full of ice and, and maybe some uh, tall boys? No, I, I think what the biggest thing is, and we had a meeting the other day about it, just to make sure that we're we're all on the same page. I, I think it very much, um, Will and Joe can can really will look different in October, November than it will in, in September mm. and in August. I think it really is kind of a growth mi mindset with what this is, not to necessarily, you know, serve more, you know, from a volume standpoint, but to understand where people are buying it, what they're interested in, uh, being able to provide the variety um, that people are looking for. And, again, this is, you know, this is a really dynamic space in Raleigh and then um, I think there's two other towns around here. Um, in, in Raleigh, it's a really dynamic space with the microbrews and, and that, and we want to make sure that we represent that properly as well. Well, thank you so much, Boo. You are, you are spot on learning quickly on the fly. We appreciate you taking the time and uh, joining us here on the DG Show. My pleasure. Take it easy. All right. Thanks, Boo.